This is Barkcast. You ain't nothing but a hound On each episode of BarkCast, your questions will be answered by professional, senior trainer and owner of Canine Point Academy, Russell D. Russell. Hi Russell, how's your week been here at Canine Point Academy? It's been good, thanks for asking mate. Excellent, we've had an email come in. Okay. I keep saying that, we had a lot of emails come in over Christmas New Year, so I'm just catching up. Anyway, this one was from Carol with an E, specifically says with an E. E Carol. Well, it might be if she's online. I don't know. I'm very confused. Anyway, (laughs) Carol has said this. She was searching through her Instagram feed the other day. And she saw... dangerous. Yeah, isn't it just... She saw an advert Mm -hmm. and it said this. Stop your dog from pulling. Okay. So she watched it and it was all about putting a harness on a dog. This harness is the magic Fix. fix for fixing your dog pulling. Just put this harness on, and it's, apparently it was a video. She sent me the link, actually. Yeah. I did watch it, and I did kind of just think... Quizzical eyebrow. Okay. Oh, God, it's one of those ones. Click here for more information. Yeah. yeah, right. But apparently, if you put a harness on, it will stop your dog from pulling. We haven't talked about dogs pulling for a long, long time. Okay. So, first of all, does a harness on a dog stop it from pulling, Russell? Generally speaking, no. End of story. Good night. Thanks for playing. Okay. Generally speaking. Let's just, before we get into dogs pulling, mm-hmm. which uh, yep. we, we've done this a lot. And in fact, when, when I first got Maximus, it was something that you and I yeah, worked on with correct. him because he was a big, he just wanted to go, go, go. And yes. he pulled a lot. What are harnesses for and which dogs, is there a specific breed should have a harness or not have a harness or is a normal collar and we can, yeah. let's not go into the different types yeah. of collars, but would a normal neck collar be just as good, not just as good, etc., etc. So generally speaking, to answer your first part in terms of the harnesses, they're designed for pulling. Like if you think of classically a, a, a sled dog, they've got a harness, so the weight isn't strapped to their neck, it's strapped to the, the central point of the body so they can drive forward and pull. So technically speaking, you put a harness on a dog it's going to make them pull. And it does that for two reasons. One is because now the weight is in a really good, the, the pulling power, the central point, is in a much easier spot for me to pull into. If you think about it, if, if, if you're wearing a tie. Huh? That's what yeah, I didn't yeah, think there, you were going to go. This right, wasn't what I was thinking you were going to say. There, there's a throwback, isn't it? A tie, I've one of those for years. If you're wearing a tie and I hold on to that and I'm trying to pull you back from something, that's on your, on your neck. You're going to redirect that and follow that pretty quickly. If you're wearing a body harness and it's, the central point is clipped either to your waist and you're starting to march forward. You'll just carry on going. I'm sorry, body harness. What, yeah, well, what yeah. are we talking about <laughs> I here? know what you're thinking. I was more thinking, when you, when you came up with the word tie, I was more thinking he was going to talk about, you know, those oaks, those what they call yokes that you put around your shoulders because, you know, we're for world's strongest man and stuff. And then they, <laughs> but they're driving forward and all the, you know, they want to drive forward so it's all on their shoulders. Yeah. And that's what I was going to try to say, the harness looks like that kind of thing it kind of does and the second and you part, went with Ty well yeah <laughs> okay sometimes we're not on the same page mm, um, obviously yeah but um that's, that's why this works mate <laughs> um does in it? terms well yeah in terms of um that that's the first part it allows the dog to pull more because it's easier for them the second part is we as owners would go to the harness because my dog pulls a lot generally, and now they've got a collar on, and they're pulling, so they're choking out, they're choking, that's it, 
and that's really bad for my dog. So I'll switch them on a harness so they're not hurting themselves. And then because they're pulling, we're at the other end of the leash and we're being dragged and we allow it to happen. So the dog's just learning when we go for a walk. This is the normal picture of what we do. So harnesses do not in and of themselves help with teaching a dog not to pull. If you want your dog to pull something, i.e. weights or sled, whatever, then yes, you would need a harness. If your dog has a medical issue, um, whether it's structural, muscle, what have you, yes, a harness might be a, um, an, an easier tool to use to, to control them or what have you, uh, particularly if they've got neck issues for obvious reasons. But as a general carpet rule, if you want to teach your dog to walk normally, do not use a harness. If your dog does walk normally, by all means, switch back to a harness at a late stage. When you had Kay, yes, she had a harness. Yes, because she was a working dog, but so, she didn't pull. But I didn't, no, I didn't, no, she did. But no. I, didn't, I didn't teach her to walk. Uh, and when I got Kay, she was—I want to use the word feral. Um, she was ten months old, German Shepherd, working line puppy that hadn't really had much training. She was pretty wild. I didn't use a harness to teach her how to walk, uh, how to sort of walk to heel position and walk nicely. So that's the difference. But teach her how to walk nicely. She knows what the game is. Fine, now you can, when I need you to, you can wear a harness. Simple. And I've seen a few rescue dogs with harnesses on, but I guess that's because they're a work, like you said, they're, they're a working dog and it's there for a reason. Especially the, dogs. The rescue dogs? Rescue, uh, the swimming rescue dogs. Oh, okay. Like for a water rescue, yeah, they might actually be pulling a, a, a surfboard or a boat or something. Or but have they someone, also have a handle to help the handler pick the dog pick up when it's out swimming. Of the water, well. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whereas for like a service dog or a therapy dog or even a, a working dog, they would have a harness on and it's... Its main specific purpose is to denote the fact that the dog is working, leave it alone. Because then you can, I've seen them in the UK especially, so they have Velcro. So yeah, have a patch, let's say, you know, canine, the, working canine. Or please alone. don't touch me yeah. or whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever. Correct. What about chihuahuas with harnesses? Yeah, they're, should, I, should I move just, on? It's just hard to read. <laughs> it's, very, it's very small letters. That's why I wear glasses now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, right. Um, okay. Um, just a, a quick point, because you mentioned rescues and the whole rescue uh, shelters and all that. Uh, I don't know about anywhere else, but I know here particularly the shelters are very keen on telling people when you adopt the dog, you cannot use a collar. You must use a harness. It's the only way to walk the dog. And I find that galling. Why are they saying that? For the reason of, well, if you put this dog on a collar, it's going to pull and that's bad for the dog. So put them on the harness. It's less aversive on their neck and their throat and it's better for them. Now, in terms of on it, if the only issue is about whether the dog's going to hurt itself or not, then they are quite correct. Using the harness would be a lot easier. But if you wanted to actually teach the dog to walk properly and stop pulling, the harness is not going to help you. So it's just worth mentioning that particular point. Going back to Carol with an E and her Instagram feed, you will find a lot of different products. Can I just say, Carol with an E, it wasn't her Instagram feed, it was a sponsored post that yeah, she was looking okay, through because yeah. I don't want to yeah, 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 yeah. it wasn't Carol was paint e, a light here yeah. <laughs> yeah was not posting that yeah um, there's a lot of products out there that would pretend to do the same things we there's a lot of products out there that pretend to do a lot of things correct yeah fair. and I would put this in the bracket of one of them if the owners are listening and want to say I want to counter that I'm more than happy to test one and listen that said there's no one thing one product fits all so that particular harness might work for some dogs that there is that a halty will work for a lot of dogs and a halty if you want uh, think of a 
What's it called? Have you up? picked the most random brand in the brand? It's not a brand. It's, <laughs> it's, a, not it's a, brand. a name of a colour. Um, oh, is it? What do, I, they, what do they put on horses? The, the word's gone from me completely over the nose and the... Is it the bridle? Stirrup. Bridle. No, the bit that's where you put your foot. Is the bridle... Oh. The bit, you've got the bit that goes yeah, in the mouth the and the bridle that goes bridle, over the nose. Yeah. Think of that because what on, that are we does... Doing, are we doing horse pods? Because what that does is it controls the head of the horse. Yes. I'm and just that's what a halty does. You don't have the bit in their mouth. It's just a, a collar that goes around the base of the, the neck and the head and over the nose. Oh, I'm And you sorry. attach the leash to that. Stop. I thought when you said halty, it was a dog breed. No. It's a brand of something. It's a brand of collar. Oh, okay. Which stops the <laughs> that's dog. That's why I was laughing. Right, okay. I've never heard of a halty before. Where a are halty? they from? Yeah. Is that a specific breed that just yeah, doesn't like, pull? It's like, no one's ever heard of it. Why do you say something like a boxer or a Labrador or something that people know Because about? they pull. <laughs> okay, so halty, so halty is a brand. It's a brand. It's a type of collar. And it okay. goes and it works in the same way as a bridle does for a horse. It controls the head. So if the... The, the collar is basically attached to the side of the muzzle. So if the dog pulls forward, it just automatically redirects their head back to you as the owner. And they can, for some dogs, be an effective tool because every time the dog tries to pull, it gets redirected. The head just turns. So now the dog works out, well, if I just walk calmly and normally, I don't get this turning thing and we can now walk in the direction I want and, to go. And that's more of a pull, and I'm doing the action, but it probably is not very good. For those watching in black and white, Jay's It's more of a pull from the cheek. Than that kind of the, yeah, the side of the side of the Which muscle, you, side like of the nose. Said, yes. and you explained it very well with the horse. Now I get it. Now I understand. Excellent. So those can be very effective. There are some no pull harnesses, and you and I would think of a classic harness where the the leash would clip onto the midpoint of the back, perhaps. Correct. Yes. Right. So I'm just leaning down into the dog. A lot of these have more of a front clip, um, which would work in a similar way that we're turning the dog away from the direction that they want to pull in because this is the other thing if if the dog pulls forward and in pulling forward it makes you change direction you don't get to go where you want to go whereas if you walk calmly and slowly you get to go where you want to go that's kind of the idea yes these things can work with some dogs but they will not work with all dogs and i would guess i have absolutely no data and no way of proving this but my guess would be the people that would click on that particular ad are the ones that we've tried everything our dog is a proper proper puller um we've we'll try this next because we, we need the help and i would also hazard a guess that for those particular dogs this product ain't going to help either um like even with a, a halty so it's a very effective tool. But if you've got a dog that really lunges and bolts and pulls and is a big Maximus heavy unit, um, you also run the risk of maybe doing some damage if you're not using it correctly and if the dog really is battling and fighting it. Less chance of doing that with a harness in terms of the damage side of things per se. But at the same time, it's just not an effective tool. Okay. So how do we stop dogs from pulling? Teach them to walk normally. Well, that's an easy thing to say. That's an easy yeah. thing to say, Russ. So, but in terms of the process, you want to give your dog the ability to do both. And most people would think, okay, my dog's always pulling. And the picture is usually the dog's pulling and pulling and pulling. Grover, no, pull the dog back to you. Stop it. And then we carry on walking. The dog starts pulling and pulling and pulling and pulling. Enough. Grover, stop it. We yank them back. And that's just, a, that's just how we walk. And it's not fun for anyone. So we either go down the route of not walking the dog or we just let them off the leash. Either way, well, one way the dog wins, one way the dog doesn't. Um, 
but we tend to have this image that if we're going to walk the dog, the dog should walk with us in classic heel position by our side at our pace in our direction for the entirety of the walk, which I would find incredibly boring and not beneficial to the dog really whatsoever. I want them to have the time where they can walk ahead or walk behind and carry on sniffing that tree or you know, walking across or doing whatever they want to do and having their free time. So if you spend more time in shorter bursts, teaching your dogs the mechanics of walking nicely and how fun and rewarding that particular game can be. And the bonus reward is you do that for 30 seconds, you get to go and run and sniff and play for another couple of minutes. And then we get them back and we teach that really fun walking game again. Well, I like this, I get treats, I get fun, I'll get the ball, whatever it is. That becomes a fun game, which leads to more free time. And now you repeat that particular cycle. So on my 40 minute walk with my dogs, I've done that healing game, I don't know, 20 times, maybe for 30 seconds each. It's not a lot of time, but we've done it in several pockets throughout the walk. So I've got to walk with you and then I go be free and I can't walk with you and then I get to go be free. And over time, the dog works out, well, hey, A, being here is really fun. It's rewarding. It's engaging. Um, and I do get to go and do other stuff as well. But in that situation where I need it, i.e. I see someone coming along in the other direction as a, a jogger or I'm at the beach and the horses are coming by, I can get my dog to come back, to come back and say, hey, let's just walk with me for a second because I need it at this particular stage. And in terms of when we're teaching that process and teaching that game, using something like a collar is going to help turn the dog away from the direction that they want to go to follow the direction that we want to go. And the second part of that equation is slightly more difficult to explain on a podcast than um, it would be with a video. When we, or when I work with teaching dogs heal or walking nicely, as I put it, it's less about walking from point A to point B in a straight line and more about changing directions continuously, which kind of sounds a bit weird, but I will take three steps forward, do a U-turn, walk three steps back again. I'll do a sharp right, three steps, do a U-turn, walk again. So I am constantly changing directions. And the point is to kind of confuse the dog, like, where are you going? Because most people, when they go on walks, they walk the same route. Same route, day same after direction. Day after day after day. Especially if the dog is pulling, because we let them pull in that direction, we pull them back, but we carry on going in that same straight direction. If I'm constantly going forward, back, forward, back, left, right, forward, back, the dog's like, dude. I'm confused already. Yeah. But now if they're confused... At some point, they're going to look at me, oh, dude, what are we doing? Oh, you looked at me. Hey, do you want a treat? Uh, yeah, okay. Take two more steps, have another treat. Another step, have another treat. Uh, okay. And because you did that, you were so amazing with those five steps, that you six, whatever it was, that you walked with me, go be free. Go and have a sniff. Go and have a play. With regards to the leash yes. or lead, as I would call mm -hmm. it, but I think I've... One's American, one's English, I would say. Yeah, I think leash no, is American, lead is English. Yeah, no, I agree. But I think I've started saying leash more and more, especially on this Bartcast. I don't know why. It's your fault. <laughs> um, what do you recommend? Um, standard length would be six feet as a, as a training leash is a, is a, a good one. Um, in terms of material, anything really... Um, rope, leather, whatever. The one thing... <laughs> leather? Well, hello. hello. Um, <laughs> The one thing I would say is go for something that's light. Um, and you you generally see this obviously with the bigger dogs that they've got these huge big 
chunky collars and huge big chunky ropes and clips and bolts and all of that right a big dog the heavier the material the more the dog is very much aware it's connected i.e when you finally take off that anchor chain off the dog he knows hey i'm off leash i can go run and do my thing now if you've got something a little bit lighter they'll spend more time in that and the leash is nice and loose they'll spend more time in that well i'm not being controlled guys and when i say hey rover come and look at me come back to me they're making a choice to do it rather than being guided by this heavy chain then when i get to that point where they are off leash we've already kind of covered part of that step it is really interesting you do see people even with maximus my boxer but you see boxers pit bulls all sorts of stuff everyone wants that big collar with yeah. the studs and they want a big rope yeah. lead because they want it to be I've got rope. to keep a hold of him and then you see the kids holding on to this massive thing they yeah. can't hold on to it because the rope's too heavy yeah and equally by that stage we've taught the dog to pull anyway so it's just you know it, it's a self-fulfilling cycle get a, a, a reasonably light leash um, we do sell them at Canine Point Academy just good FYI good plug like yep shameless plug so yeah standard six foot leash would suffice for your sort of average day to day going for a walk you could use a long line I would absolutely not recommend a flexi leash. You mean the ones that the, the retractable the ones? ones. Yeah. Yep. Um, the predominant reason is you look an idiot with you them. You look an absolute start. idiot. Secondly, there is always. I know you can lock them, but invariably we don't. So when the dog goes further out and comes back in, the leash recoils itself into its little box. But it means that there is always tension on the leash. Ergo, the dog knows where you are at any given point. Ergo, the dog will ignore you and focus on everything else. A dog called Ergo. It's a strange name for a dog. It's quite a cool name for a dog, actually. Ergo. Uh, I, see, I, when I you like it, that, yeah. When you put it in that voice, yes. it works with... I see, I like D4. D4 is my favourite name for a dog. D4 dog. I like that. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Anyway, um, Russell, I don't, I don't, but sorry, we've the, got the, the names. Yeah, so the retractable... Back to harnesses, Russell. Re- retractable leashes I would avoid. Long lines, just, you know, a 10, 20, 30... Um, feet of leash um, if you're sort of again for a practice point of view I think we maybe did some of this We've with Maximus long leashes yeah. we did use long leash for Maximus yeah. but that was more to, as a recoil not for recoil. Walk, yeah. yeah not for uh, walking on the heel or correct, walking yeah. nicely as yes. you call it correct cool so definitely don't use retractable leashes I hate them I have to say I hate seeing people yeah. with them. the big plastic box that you're walking yeah, it drives, around drives me crazy I know um, but anyway that's just me so just to summarise um, but before you summarise Russ I want to once again reiterate, Carol with an E did not post this. No, she just saw it as a sponsored it on, yeah, post on cool. her feed. Yep. And and again, you'll see a lot of different products designed for well, lots of things, but certainly when it comes to dogs, a lot of products that will, this will stop your dog jumping or stop your dog from pulling or peeing in the wrong place, whatever. Yeah, some of it has, I'm sure, some value. There are some products that will work for some dogs. Uh, they will not work for all dogs. And when it comes to something like pulling, simply just using a harness for the most part will not help you if nothing else it will make it worse cool thanks russ cheers mate cheers and bye bye if you're looking for professional training or somewhere to board your dog either short or long term then check out canine point academy that's caninepointacademy.com or go to facebook and search canine point academy barkcast was created and produced by shark 13 productions If you are looking to start a podcast or would like to learn more about how a podcast can work alongside your current marketing plans, then contact us now at j at shark13productions.com.